Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the program with Fred White. I am Dave Hooker as we break down Tennessee's trip to Alabama that didn't go exactly as they had hoped. And it's brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions. We'll tell you more about them. Fred, uh, I want to get into the game. I want to get into the X's and O's. You see them way better than I do. But I, throughout my career, have never I've never looked at a game, and I'm not doing it now, and blamed it on a, a, officiating. Uh, but I did want to ask you, in terms of, of officiating, did you think it was one-sided because everybody believes Alabama gets the calls, and there's a lot of evidence uh, to support that based off the Tennessee game uh, on Saturday? If I'm the commissioner of the SEC – we look at that game, and there'd be a few referees that might not be making it to the SEC championship. They should be excluded from being able to be a part of it. When you look at some of the things that happened in the Florida game, kind of similar, plays where it's right on the ball, where you should be able to see that there's a penalty there, and you don't call it. Um, those are things that – it helps the other team. And officiating is supposed to be there to – be the officiators of the game to be able to call the game evenly so that both teams, if there's something that happens in the game, gets an opportunity to benefit from it. However, I'm sorry there. However, that wasn't the case in this game. And I, I don't blame I don't blame officiating for any game win or loss, but it does change momentum sometimes. It does give the other other team an opportunity that the, that one team doesn't have. And that's to, to play with, without, outside of the rules of the game. That's what it's, it's supposed to be for. But ultimately, they beat us on the football field. Okay, well, let's talk about the game. But specifically, 
do you think when you watch football on a Saturday and maybe you're not watching Tennessee at that particular time that Alabama gets the benefit of the doubt because of their recent success? I think Alabama gets the benefit of the doubt because Nick Saban is a head coach and they were playing at home. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt either. And what's it like to be in a game and you're in, you're involved and a call doesn't go your way? What what kind of a gut punch is that as a player? I mean, it, it does take some – it doesn't take anything out of you. You make – you know, but you – you start to realize, man, I got to beat the guy that I'm going up against. We have to beat this team and their coaching staff, and we also have to beat the referees all while on the road. So as a player, you shoot, man, you just play out there, go out there and try to and, – and there's a game maximum that says play for make make the breaks when one comes out way score. That's what you're trying to do in any game, regardless of whether the referees are – calling bad calls for the, for your team or not calling any calls for your team, whatever it may be, you just keep pressing. And you try to make those breaks to yourself. Okay, so last thing on officiating, somebody brought this up to me that um, Josh Heupel got really successful really fast, kind of jumped to the front of the line, so to speak. Mm-hmm. and that there might be a little bit of resentment. He also probably has run up the score a couple of times. I think he did so against Missouri last year, and that may cause some sort of uh, subconscious backlash um, among officials. You, do you buy any of that? No, the officials shouldn't. If, if that's the case, they shouldn't be officiating. Right. That, 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 should, that should be – they should lose those privileges if that's the case. You shouldn't be holding up – a grudge against any coach because of what they did when it comes to scoring. If that's the case, you do the same thing to Nick Saban. I mean, I can recall them putting up 70 points on the team. I mean, so if that's the case, then it's it's, it's ridiculous. But if those referees are doing that and you can prove something like that, they should never be able to officiate not even a Little League football game. No, I agree with you there. It's that Sunday show with Fred, Fred White, former mm-hmm. Tennessee Safety joins us each and every week, and it's brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions, leadership experience specialization, addressing problems through unique, very unique mitigation or mission-specific mitigation techniques, uh, also making your children safer one school at a time. We work with private schools. Now we want to get to the public schools. So with the security they provide, you know your children will be safe. So go to your school administrator, say Harold GRP, Harold Group Security Solutions, HaroldGRP.com. Fred, have you ever been a a part of a game that was just a tell of two halves like that that Alabama game was? It looked like Tennessee had everything in hand. I was really taken aback a little bit, and then suddenly it just poof, it's gone. I I've been in, yeah, I have. Um, you look at the 1997 SEC championship game yeah. where we had turnover by the turnover in the first half. So that actually ended up with six turnovers, and we ended up coming back to win the game. So I, I have seen the tail of two halves. Also, Florida in 1995, where we're up on Florida going into half, 33 to 17, and then also we, we lose that game 60-something to 35 or 37 or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, I, I've seen those things happen before. <laughs> Been a part of a couple of them. Um, one on the good side and one on the opposite. But 
I, if you had told me at halftime that we would lose and not score any points in the second half, I thought you was crazy. Mm-hmm. Can, can you tell when something, when you're losing that type of momentum during a game, is there anything you can do as a leader to t- try to stave that off or to just sometimes get out of control? As a spectator, I saw them scoring a deep ball on us. And first thing I could think was, oh, crap. Now he saw we were doing wrong. Whatever he did in the whatever we were doing in the first half, he saw something. And that's what got them that deep ball for a touchdown. It's like they, they went inside and adjusted. Let's see what our adjustments are and go from there. And I don't know. I saw we adjusted, but I didn't see us run some of the same plays ran in the first half that were successful. Just – didn't understand some of that, but I was really surprised the running game wasn't consistent uh, throughout the game, especially the second half. I think I shared with you some numbers that they were top ten in yards per carry, top ten in yards per game. Mm-hmm. Usually, a, a running team shows up each and every week. Sometimes a passing game can get off a little bit, but that that really took me aback. Well, I think Alabama did a good job of putting more people in the line of scrimmage than we could block sometimes and also making us throw the ball as opposed to letting us beat them with the run game. First half run game actually kind of helped us with um, with Joe using his legs and those type of things. It helped us be able to keep ourselves in, you know, good down in distances and those things. But if you look at that first half, how, how everything happened, how he was hitting those curl routes, those comebacks, those digs, Second half, I didn't see as much of those plays, um, or maybe the maybe the, the primary receiver on those plays changed from one guy to another. Um, but we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I didn't see. We didn't have any success in the second half in, in the passing game or in the running game. And that was surprising for me as well. Fred, tell me if I'm right or wrong on, on the X's and O's. I think that people started the season by rolling people back. They they heard about Joe Milton's strong arm. They saw what Tennessee did last year with Hinton Hooker and the long ball. And I think defensive backs were playing a little bit soft and, and probably some linebackers too. And then maybe Nick Saban was the first. Perhaps you've seen it before. But – I think now they they look at this team as do they hit the deep ball consistently? Well, maybe not. 
So let's stop that running game and walk some more people up the line of scrimmage. What do you think? I think you can do that with certain coverages that you, you can roll out against us um, at this point and just kind of say, okay, we don't want to get beat deep. And I think those are the things you, you look at. Everybody looks at that at, at, when it comes to Tennessee now, in my opinion. Let's not get beat deep because they will throw the ball deep, which makes your DBs play back, but also make you play a lot of zone that switches to man after a certain amount of time. It may start out at zone. It could be cover three. It could even be cover um, cover eight, which is a cover four um, quarters, but it turns into man. They, they're trying to be able to see whether, when the ball is thrown out, coming out of, of his hands so that they guys can make a break on the ball. You don't see as many um, – one-on-one coverages and those type of things. When you do, you see us take advantage of it. Squirrel right, turn it, that was a touchdown there, one-on-one coverage. So those those are just different things people are going to throw at us to try to figure out how they can combat what we're doing. Zone blitzes and those type of things to see if we can confuse our quarterback and our blocking scheme. I think we're probably going to see that for the rest of the year. Okay, you've been in this position before, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. When you, in the 90s, when you guys lost to Florida, things had to happen outside of your control to get you back in some sort of championship contention. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that? What's that feeling like? Because Tennessee needs a lot of help to not not necessarily win the East, not win the SEC, but to be in the conversation of the college football playoff. They need a lot of help. What's what's that feeling like? You know, we do still have an opportunity. Sure. You, but you, you got to take care of business when business needs to be taken care of. And next week is going to be in Kentucky. You got to take care of business in Kentucky. You got to take care of business in um, in Missouri and then have an opportunity when Georgia walks into the, you know, comes here. And Georgia still has to play a few good games as well. A few teams. Let's see. I think Georgia has Missouri left on their schedule. And um, I think that may be the only team outside of Tennessee that really will probably get them a battle. But this is – well, actually, take that back. Oh, Miss is sitting there too. And Florida, you can't ever count Florida out against Georgia when they're playing in that, you know, the cocktail party there. So Georgia's hardest part of their season is coming. You got Georgia, Missouri – you got Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and then, of course, Tennessee. That's the gauntlet of their season. They had the off week this week. We'll see what they come back with when they play against Florida next week. But ultimately, we have to take care of our responsibilities to have an opportunity to get back in the mix of these things and get an SEC championship. But Georgia would have to lose two games in order for us to get in there. Do they have that opportunity? It's possible. Okay. So when when they get back to practice, what can Tennessee start to shore up? What specific areas do you think that they need to work on before Kentucky on Saturday? Timing, for one. Um, timing when it comes to receivers and quarterback. I'm still trying to – I hate that we're still having to deal with that at this moment, but it's just – it is what it is. Um, I'd like to see us get better timing there. Um, I think our run game is still going to be sufficient. You got to look at what Alabama has on that side, too. One of the top defenses in the, in the country when it comes to the, the, that front seven as well. So I think, you know – Texas a gave us a good barometer of what it was going to be like against Alabama, but their guys didn't get injured. Their top players didn't get injured, and they played the entire games. Um, and that they make a difference up front, and especially when you know you got to gear up to stop the run against Tennessee, a team who's been rushing for over 200 yards a game. 
And that was your main focus. So I like to see us get better timing on offense uh, when it comes to passing game. And we need the opportunity to hit some deep balls. We need someone to come alive to get us down that football field, to be able to stretch it. We need someone that we can take a shot with down the football field consistently. And we don't have just that. I think Square White is good, and I think he can do some things like that. But I want to see somebody else step up and emerge to be able to get us, get us down the football field. I think when you can hit those deep balls consistently, it opens up everything else. I think we underestimated Jalen Hyatt to a certain extent. At least I did. I thought it was the system getting him open. He's really darn fast. He's fast. And and then he didn't drop many balls. That was the other part of that. It wasn't many drop balls coming from Jalen last year. Most of those balls that were thrown his way, he pretty much caught. I mean, he was at least 90-some percent when it comes to catching the ball that touched his hands. Um, But then – People also had to play us different because Tillman, even though he got injured when he came back, everybody remembered what he was and what he could do. Um, and he was very sufficient when it comes to deep balls. Also, just different routes and on the route tree. You're talking about an out route, a curl route, a dig. He could do all of those things. And now I'm, I was hoping that some of these other guys would step up and, and fill that, that shoe. And I think they still can, but we're getting late in the season. I'm looking forward to see somebody stepping up. Okay, so let me ask you this along those lines, because with Brew McCoy out, you mentioned Tillman. I, I kind of thought Brew McCoy dictated some coverage in, in the yes. way defense is played. So does anybody does Tennessee have a receiver right now that can affect the way a defense has to cover them when when they line up? I'd like to see us use our tight ends a little bit more. I think both of those guys are very sufficient when it comes to catching the ball, good catch radius, and they're hard to guard. You're looking at a 6'4", 6'5", guy at the tight end position, and they can get open, and they can go up and get the rock. So I would like to see – I would like to see us – You got to – I think – I, 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 I don't think that dog there likes tight ends there, uh, Fred. He's more of a – I don't think he likes tight ends either. He's a deep threat guy. <laughs> but I'd like to see our tight ends get more, get more balls. I think they would help our offense in more than one way, not just blocking – but also with, by just getting open. I think those guys can get open and, and make some things happen for us downfield. They may not be able to stretch, stretch the defense when it comes to um, getting deep balls, but I think they can give us something in the middle of the football field that we kind of avoid in some games. You know, it's funny. We have talked, you and I have talked about so many times how important that Florida game was in the 90s because mm-hmm. those were a lot of times the two best teams perhaps in the entire nation. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get into uh, a championship game most of the time if if that team won. If Tennessee has a healthy Cooper Mays, I still say they beat Florida. Mm-hmm. They could have survived an Alabama loss, and they might still survive an Alabama loss. It's, we don't know what could happen. But isn't it funny how we, we talked about Florida is not as important, so to speak, as it was back in your day, but in retrospect, if, if Tennessee's sitting there with just one loss to Alabama, the season looks a whole lot different. It does, because Florida's a team you probably shouldn't have lost to. Right. You look at everything, all things being considered, it's just a team that you shouldn't have lost to. You, you'll win a game that you're not supposed to win and lose a game that you're not supposed to lose. In this situation, I think Florida was a team we were not supposed to lose to. 
And if you go back and look at this game against Alabama, you can also say that same thing, that we're not, we weren't supposed to lose to Alabama. I didn't think we were going to by the way the first half was going. It still just baffles me that we lost the game. Uh, very true. All right. Um, so last thing I got for you, I want to remind you that it, that Sunday show with Fred is brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions, leadership experience, specialization. They can make your children safer at school, working with private schools now, getting close to public schools. So go to your school administrator and say, I want Harold Group Security Solutions, haroldgrp.com, haroldgrp.com. And the great thing about it is they're highly trained individuals have to go through a 60-day uh preparation just to be ready uh, to provide that security and oftentimes uh, former armed services members as well. HaroldGRP.com. Also want to thank the Hemp House, the premier dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. If you could go back in time, how much would you like to play at Kentucky in October instead of November? Because I have never been to a Kentucky game that had good weather. I mean, what's the coldest you've ever been in at Kentucky? It's been cold. It's been, it's been cold. Ninety-seven was very cold. Peyton senior year. Uh, Ninety-nine was cold there also. But you know, that's football. Yeah, that, that's football. I don't want perfect weather for every game. I mean, that, that, that's why you play the game in the elements, not in the dome. You know, even though I, I like a dome, don't get me wrong, but playing in the elements. Whatever that element may be, we play in 90 degree weather in Tennessee in, in September, but in October, November, I like to see those games where it's a little chilly outside. It just lets you know the season is almost over with, but you got to go out there and give it a little bit more. And also, when it's cold, those hits hit a little, it hurt, hurt a little bit more. So when you give a little extra leather on that lick, you know they felt that felt it too because sometimes you feel it, <laughs> even though you passing the blow. I was at a I was at a Kentucky game in a press box one time, and the heater was blowing on the glass, and it was so cold outside that the entire sheet of glass exploded right in front of me. Wow! Uh, because of the temperature difference, so uh, I was not a fan of that trip. I like that trip being. <laughs> I, I like that game being in Knoxville. He's Fred White. I'm Dave Hooker. That Sunday show brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions. Uh, stay tuned. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you like that Sunday show. And uh, also, the Vol Report with Cooper Mays and Jacob Warren uh, will be up and or is up. And we want you to be a part of the program. Uh, the show daily is 10 a.m. And Fred joins us each and every Friday. For Fred White, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.